हेलो आई एम सैकत माइन मार्केटर क्रिएटिव एंड ऑल अराउंड एल्फा नर्ड वेलकम टू द यू इनकॉपरेटेड पॉडकास्ट ऑन दिस शो आई कैच अप विद सम ट्रूली बैड एस ऑन्टरप्रनोर्स बिजनेस लीडर्स मार्केटर्स एंड कॉन्टेंट क्रिएटर्स टू डिस्कस थॉट स्टोरीज एंड आइडियाज एट द इंटरसेक्शन ऑफ बिजनेस इन्फ्लुएंस एंड डिजाइन If you want to stay ahead of the curve and build your brand, your voice, your way, you're in the right place. Hello, hello. Welcome to the You Incorporated podcast. Please join me in welcoming Vinayak Srivastava, the CEO of Videoverse, a video tech company that offers a smart AI-based video editing suite to enterprises and content creators. Vinayak has worked as a venture capitalist, steering multiple high-growth startups towards profitability. He has also worked in the media sector for a couple of years, witnessing how the sector was slow to catch up to the digital revolution. In this episode of the You Incorporated podcast, we'll discuss video consumption trends in India and across the globe, the role of AI and ML in video consumption and video creation, and the future of the video creator in India and around the world. Welcome to the podcast, Vinayak. Thank you, Saiket. Thank you so much for having me on this show. What's your take on how video consumption patterns are taking off in India and around the world after COVID? very interestingly what's happened last year is that video traffic made up of 80% of the total consumer internet traffic and this is a report that was given out by Cisco that shows the global video traffic had just grown by 80% and the total consumption that people did internet was all about videos in 2021 uh video has been the preferred form of communication for corporates and brands video consumption has never seen a bigger boom that happened since the pandemic happened everything has accelerated we all knew that we are moving towards a video first world which is going to take a couple of years but we spoke about this in 2019 and we told ourselves we told the industry spoke about it that it's going to take a couple of years but no one knew that the pandemic is going to hit everyone so hard and when it did the acceleration of video adoption happened at a much faster pace and that's why you see that today we are predicting that a global video market by 2028 is going to be a 224 billion dollar market that's a large market right that's a large market that we're talking about the demand for videos has accelerated tremendously over the last i would say 2 years 3 years video need for video editing need for easier simpler accessible tools demand for quick and easy formats example of web stories that are there in the market has just been growing absolutely amazing and that's the best part that's happened in terms of the overall way the video consumption patterns have changed not only in india but globally I remember reading a tweet or probably a LinkedIn post somewhere that said the Netflix stock was at this before the pandemic during the height of the pandemic it rose to whatever why and then it's back to z so the pandemic is over so there was this presumption that the pandemic led to a spike in video content creation and a video content consumption and now that the pandemic is over the days of incredible spike in video consumption those days are over what's your take on that surprisingly what really happened was when the pandemic hit 
people switched over to watching long form content instantly people had more time on their hands people were able to manage because they were working from home people were able to manage work their personal life and then they had a lot of these other time that they could spend on watching content which is a long form content once the world started coming back which is basically coming back to offices getting back outside which everyone wanted to then everyone knew that this is going to happen eventually obviously now when you start stepping out when you have other things to do the time now that you have to consume the long form content is going to be shortened instantly and that's exactly what's happened right so it's not a surprise that the consumption levels of the long form content have increased decreased but at the same time you should see the stats for the amount of hours of content and the amount of content that's con- getting consumed for the short form content so i truly believe that yes it, it, everything's changed for good but the short form content is the main driver that's going to continue sticking around the long form content is going to be all about quality it's all going to be about engaging the audience you have to get the audience hooked on so that they can spend that kind of time watching the content look at just the new season that's come out of stranger things right it's the most amount of streams it's ever done on netflix with the highest amount of hours that has been streamed till date so people want to watch good content quality content still it's just that all the other content is going to suffer because of that because people are not going to have now time to watch all the other content that was getting created but on the other hand surprisingly people have all the time in the world right now to consume the short form content i'm i'll be super quick by scrolling through a 15 second video or a 10 second of video but my attention span to consuming a content that's worth 30 minutes has reduced so i would say just the way the patterns have changed nothing else has really changed right your con- consumption patterns of consuming content has just changed everything else has remained the same so your bigger platforms are taking the hit the shorter platforms are now benefiting out of it and that's why you see that today the amount of content that we are creating in a single month overall combined short form and long form is actually the total amount of content that was created in the early 90s and the early 2000s i read that somewhere so does that mean that the share of short form content is going to cannibalize long form content what do you think Absolutely I feel that the future is short form videos and I'm not saying that the long form content is not going to exist I believe that the long form content is going to continue existing it's just that quality is going to take over volume it's not going to be a volume game anymore in the long form content it's going to be all about quality if you have a good quality content people will spend time to watch it consume it if you have content that that is not up to the mark anymore you will not have buyers for it right now a recent hindi movie that was released not to be named faced right. that kind of situation right where right. people didn't even go to the theaters to watch it so yeah it's very evident that people don't want to spend time in watching content that is just created for the sake of it it needs to attract the audience it just needs to be exciting enough so future definitely short form videos long form content is going to be all about quality not volume but the main factor that's going to really kick in here is going to be all about the viewers want absolute control of what they're consuming they don't want to be at the mercy of a tv channel a broadcaster anymore in right. telling them what they need to consume i if i am logging on to my television set at 9 pm i do not want to consume a daily soap i might right. not even want to consume say old govinda movie i might want to consume something absolutely different i might want to consume something as a national geographic channel for all we know so one thing which is very evident now is the viewers want to have absolute control of what they're consuming and that's going to be even more evident over the next couple of 
months and years that we're going to continue seeing that platforms are going to invest heavy on making sure that the uh, discoverability, the personalization of video content becomes a key for everything, be it short form or long form. After a point, everything has like a recycle situation that gets created. Even in the short form, if I keep seeing crass content and I'm not enjoying watching that content, after a point, I will lose interest in watching even the short form content. So the key here is going to be all about how discovery and personalization happens, where this will start really shifting towards a shift will happen towards users having more control other than the platforms now. When you look at video content discovery, Vinayak, don't you think that's going to limit content discovery? Because just like social media where people get caught up in echo chambers, the joy of stumbling on a piece of content. Do you think that is going to be a thing? See, it, it absolutely depends what kind of content really excites me. If you ask about my personal way of consuming content, I keep evolving, right? My genre of content, my consumption patterns keep changing aggressively because I truly enjoy watching variety when it comes to different type of content. So I'm someone who would enjoy watching a different set of content literally every single day. Now, for every audience, it's a very different thing. You in, you put some interesting thoughts in my head that how does this entire transition happen? What I really feel is going to happen here is that the platforms are going to get smarter in just understanding the customers better. They will know exactly what the customers like to see and want to see. Netflix today has one of the best recommendation engines that you will ever see. And all the other platforms realize that and they are working towards creating their own recommendation engine as strong as Netflix, but at the same time, it's about just giving the control and the power to the user. Though you control the data and you know what the consumer wants to see it, but you need to enable the consumer to let them feel that they're choosing what they want to see it. So if you're understanding what I'm trying to say here is basically, you're basically trying to plant an idea into the consumer's head that this is what you should see. And they think that, yes, this is what I want to see. So at the right. same time, coinciding on the same path, and watching the content that the platform wants to show them. And at the same time, the consumer is see thinking that they are seeing the same content that they want to see. So this is going to continue happening. But at the same time, I feel that the industry has just been way too dynamic. You and I are talking about this and the world might be moving towards something else. It's absolutely possible. And it's about time that we realize that, yes, all means of communication, all means of your Entertainment is going to be all about videos in the future. And you're going to see a lot more innovations happen in the video. It's just about how well the platforms and the consumers both adapt at their ends. In terms of short form video content in the near future, what are the couple of formats right off the bat that you think are going to take off in the coming months? So I'll tell you something very interesting that we have been seeing with our product back at Magnify, right? Quick background for the audience here, while you did a great job giving an explanation to the audience. So as a company at Videoverse, what we're trying to do is we've built three different products today. One is called as Magnify, which is an enterprise editing solution. The main core of the entire solution there is that it takes in any kind of feed live recorded and instantly identifies key moment inside the feed and creates a short format clip out of it. The clip can be sized into different formats and obviously you can monetize it by adding a pre-roll, post-roll or attach your ad units to it. And you can also publish it on social channels. What we have seen with Magnify very specifically is that consumers enjoy watching short content. And I'm talking about, say, for an example, you're watching a live. If you miss it, the next best way of you consuming that live event is going to be you going on a social media channel or finding it while you're scrolling on Instagram, where it's either pirated or the quality of the content is not good. 
both the people end up losing something in this. And when I'm mentioning both the people, the first person I'm mentioning here is actually the content right holder who spent a million of dollars in acquiring content rights for that content. And second is a consumer who wants to just have a good experience of consuming a good quality content, but he's not able to because the platform have not been smart enough to adapt to pushing the content out fast. The user has not been able to watch it, but that has changed drastically. Platforms have realized that while the long form content is going to continue existing, the short form content is which is going to have a more amount of viewership than the long form content. So they are adopting to solutions where they are actually trying to see how can they use the short form editing tool that we have today to create content of multiple formats and multiple capsules and publish it at scale for the audiences to consume. We recently just concluded the IPL and you'll be surprised for the amount of viewership that the key moments ended up getting compared to actually the live clips. And we were shocked ourselves because we realized that people want to come and watch the live content, but they also don't want to be hooked on for the entire match. No one has the patience today to sit in front of their TV screens or their mobile phones consuming a four-hour live match, even if it's a T20 game. They want to consume bits and moments of it and just see maybe the last few overs or a little bit of glimpse here and there when a good innings is happening. No one is really going through the entire match. And that's why you see there's a drop in terms of total amount of viewership on these live matches compared to what it was back in 2019-2020. But there has been an sh- acceleration and a shot up in terms of the amount of people that are consuming the short content. You go onto these apps where these matches are getting published. That instantly the amount of people that are actually consuming this content has almost grown 8.2 times compared to what actually the content live viewership is. So it just tells you that people have already made up their mind that we want to consume short form content very quickly and move on to the live format if there is something exciting. What's the next stage after this? Do you think that the formats are going to evolve or do you think the formats are going to pretty much stay the same? I think the formats are going to continue remaining the same. When you take live event, for an example, you cannot change the format of a live event. What you can change is basically a pattern of how the live event is getting consumed. Format will stay the same. The patterns will change. Broadcasters and the platforms will keep getting smarter. They know that while the live content is going to have a lot of ad value built into it, the short content is going to have a lot of shelf life for the content. And that's what they're going to play on. They're going to play on shelf life of the content, creating more personalized content for an example i'm watching a cricket match i like virat kohli all the moments of virat kohli if i can consume it while the live game is going on it's going to be an absolutely amazing experience for me and that's what the platforms want to give to their users now they want to give an amazing experience uh the reason why our tool today is getting widely used across live events is specifically for that reason that the platforms want to give a customized experience to their users that if you like ms dhoni watch all the ms dhoni clips if the match is over the highlight should be out in less than 30 seconds for the consumers to watch it. If there are some key moments, there should be a combination of key moments that are instantly created and published for the users to watch. So these kind of interesting aspects is what we are really working on. We're trying to deliver this to our user base. So I think the answer to your question is that the patterns are going to change. The formats are going to continue remaining the same. We are now curating small moments from the bigger chunk of video content, right? Do you think going forwards, at least for live events, programming is going to change as well? Do you think short form content is going to impact how long form content is produced as well? Absolutely. It's already happening. So if you see today when a broadcaster sells the rights, right, or for an example, a league holder sells the rights, what really is happening here today is that platforms have already started 
taking rights only for key moments and highlights they don't want to take rights for the entire game it's very expensive and you have a lot of management to do on top of it you have to manage your entire cdns or delivery mechanism subscriptions ad units so it's a lot of headache but when you take the shorter clips you don't have to worry about anything because all you have to do is publish the clips and you just have to have a good protection built into it so that the videos don't get downloaded for copyright purposes and right. then you can monetize it instantly you can monetize it by instantly just plugging in your ad network also to it so you don't need to really go and sell out ad inventories your clip is going to be maximum 10 seconds 15 seconds if you want to insert the best you can insert a 3 second gif or at best maybe a 5 seconder ad and in that much period of time you'll not be able to do too much so whatever readily is available you can plug it into your system and platforms have already started adopting that you know a form of just pushing out the content what's happened is recently you must have seen tiktok has partnered with nba where right. you can consume the nba game on tiktok but not in the live format in terms of the key moments so every time someone scores a basket you are actually supposed to get a instant clip on the nba platform there where if you subscribe and you can keep watching it i think that's what's going to happen for everyone that's consuming content the formats the long forms are never changing i can't go and change an nba game today and say that the rules should change because people are not excited to watch the entire game or go and say the 90 minutes of football game is not exciting let's make it 30 minutes it's not how it is to be done but what's going to happen there is chop up the entire length of the 90 minute game into multiple bite size content and let consumers consume that because what we get excited to consume is bits and moments that's happening inside the event now realistically if you're watching a 90 minute football match you will have maybe at best 20 minutes to 25 minutes of actual action happening other than right. that is just all being passed around there's a lot of tactical moves being made so it's a game that progresses and then it leads up to a goal now right. people want to see is just the lead up to the goal they don't want to see the progression towards it and that's right. where people move that saying that karo where people can actually understand jahan pe goal hua hai so it will right. be probably 10 seconds 20 seconds 30 seconds whatever it is so that's really what's happening today and that's going to be more exciting for us as consumers right you and i are going to be more excited because now we are going to have more options to consume a game now you and i don't have to block our saturday evening to watch an epl match we can say you know what let's go out we will we will be out having dinner at the same time watching the match but i don't have to be hooked on to my phone every time there's an interesting moment i'll get a pop up and i can just go and watch the key moment and that's right. what people want or even maybe on our way to the restaurant or on our way back from the restaurant we'll have a curated feed of key moments and we pretty much consume the highlights absolutely absolutely you got it right speaking about calling out short form content from long form content what's the role of ai and ml over here because whether i'm a broadcaster whether i'm an individual creator whether i'm an enterprise and i have this big campaign and i want to chop it up into bits and promote it on my social channels where does ai and ml really fit in to the picture right now like every technology has its own life cycle i believe that in today's world ai and ml plays a great amount of deal when it comes to video content creation the reason why for that is very specific that ai can offer personalized content right now if you have to personalize content for thousand users thousands and thousands of users i cannot do that manually ai plays a very important part there to understand and recommend what really is happening what's not happening what is an interesting moment what is an exciting moment for consumers to consume it new technologies are going to be the key to cater to exploring demand uh, and if technologies are going to be the key here then obviously 
there has to be a lot of innovation that needs to be done in the editing ecosystem. When we're talking about making sure that the content is exciting enough for consumers to consume it, that means that the tools that actually lead to the content creation have to become even more smarter. So your editing tools have to become smarter. Your editing tools have be have to become easy to use. One of the other products that we are ending up launching next month is called as Elasto, which is a simple web-based editor. The problem that we are trying to tackle with that is that there's so many amount of consumers that are turning to become influencers. The prosumer world today wants to engage in social conversations and at least try and see if it can become a source of earning, which is a very good thing. People are also wanting to use tools that are easy. And that's where we have launched a tool called as Elasto, which allows people to go live and at the same time edit their content, right? Today, the live portion of it is done by our other product called a Stick, which takes you live on multiple social platforms. But the future is that we realize that Stick and Elasto need to get together. So Elasto is launching soon as a web-based editor and Stick today already exists. It's been a year in the market. And eventually the two products are going to coincide at some point of time where we believe that live and editing will work synchronously together. And uh, coming back to the original question of AI and ML right now, imagine being able to watch the winning moment of a match live on any device of your choice in any format and at the exact time the moment has occurred, maybe with a one, two second lag, right? Your digital content anyways has five to seven seconds of lag. This is only possible with AI. If I have a person sitting at the back end trying to edit the content at that speed, it's going to not be able to give me amount of capsules that I want. It will give me a very right. stagnant type of feed. AI really plays a role there where it can make your short form content as real time as possible for the users to consume it. It will help keep the viewers engaged with what they want to watch from the mountain of content that's available. There's so much amount of content and you need AI and ML to come in and tell you what you need to watch. It will make discoverability easy. It's going to make personalization easy. And it's going to make your entire post-production editing workflows much easier. That's where AI and ML really come. Speaking about volume, quite naturally, if I am Disney Plus Hotstar, I realize the power of chopping up these little moments in the game and creating it for the end user. But what about the individual contributor, the individual content creator? What role would AI and ML play in the way they create and serve content? Now, the best part here is for an imagine for an imagination perspective here, say tomorrow you decide to become an influencer for creating content, right? And you want to push content out on various social platforms. But the challenge that you face is A, you don't have access to great video editors and you don't know how to use a sophisticated platform like maybe an Adobe Premiere Pro. Now when you don't have too much of knowledge there, you don't know exactly how to fix the color aspect ratios, the brightness, the contrast, multiple things that really go into your video production, right? How do you really edit it? What really needs to be done? Music changes. AI plays a great role there where it can actually automate that piece and start recommending what you should do with the content, right? What should be the setting? Chopping the content automatically out for what platform it needs to be published to. Realizing that, look, your consumers have been watching your content and skipping it at the five second mark. Why not just create a content of five seconds? So you have ingested like a 15 second clip. Now the platform is going to try and make it shorter as much as possible. So AI is going to play an interesting role there where it's going to try and keep changing these habits of users. So anybody can technically be a video content creator. What's really the future of video content 
creation so interestingly right the question that you have asked around video creation and consumption landscape and the future for video creators so let's talk about a couple of interesting things that have happened right the consumer technology association has found us consumers now spend almost as much time streaming videos on social platforms as they do watching traditional tv and this is going to continue obviously changing the scale is weighing towards the earlier version which is going to be people streaming more and more content on social platforms videos will become the de facto default mode of communication not just for corporates and brands but also within families and communities right today the best mean for me to reach out to my friends and family is going to be through a video call and the text messages are getting obsolete day by day the speed of video content creation and production is just going to continue getting faster and faster because people know something that whoever gets out there first is really the one that really wins everyone else is just doing a copycat to them creating tailored content for specific platforms is going to become very important for example creating a content for tiktok versus creating something for instagram or creating something for youtube or facebook is going to be a completely different ball game everything is going to be about how, what content are you creating and for which platform every platform is going to cater to a different mindset though your audience might overlap but a different mindset you know why they use a the platform that genesis is very very different live stream is live streaming is going to completely grow it's going to exponentially grow over the next couple of years video marketing will become more targeted more personalized and ai data will become the key to get insights on what is working and accelerate production so when with now that we have seen how much importance video plays in our life today we're talking about a world where a future for creators where your video production is going to just get faster better much more automated content creation is going to become smarter people are going to have access to a lot more tools which will make their content look even more better than before with already the amount of filters out there the content already are looking absolutely amazing even if it's shot from a single iphone camera these days it looks at a quality of getting shot from proper professional camera and that's going to continue evolving that's going to continue changing so the future looks absolutely amazing when it comes to these creators in terms of creating content and how the consumption is going to happen what would your advice be to the micro influencer of today somebody who just has started creating content on social media and are now looking to ramp up their video content creation journey i think my two cents about this is going to be uh, people will have to experiment a lot with what their audience want to consume definitely go around and have a look at different formats of content you know, get by understand their audience they'll be able to maximize the roi on their entire end up spending or end up even getting work producing the content and with that it's a wrap thank you for be on the podcast vinayak really appreciated your time and your inputs please tune in next week for the next episode of the you incorporated podcast see ya Thank you for tuning into the You Incorporated podcast with me Sakit. You can write to us at hi@theyouinc.co, DM me on LinkedIn or check out my blog blog.sakitpai.com for more interesting content on brand building, content creation, productivity and influence. Catch you guys in the next episode.